You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science DC Comics podcast. It's the midweek show, and as I've done, you know, randomly over the past couple months, I'm going to put a book here, a review that me and Eric did on one of our Patreon-only spotlights. We end up doing a Patreon-only spotlight show each and every Thursday night where two books of that week's DC books picked by the badasses of the Get Fresh crew in a poll. They end up picking the two books they want on our Patreon-only show, and then me and Eric get together on Thursday night and talk about those two. Usually have some fun, joke around a tiny bit more than we do on the regular podcast. and. This Patreon spotlight, I think, lasted about an hour and 40 minutes or so, but I'm just going to pick one of the books from it. It is the Tom King book, Batman One Bad Day, The Riddler, number one. It's something that I kind of offered already on the feed as something you could click, but I'm going to put on the actual feed here, the audio. We're going to have the show fully on here so you can listen to me and Eric talk about that book, talk a little bit about the killing joke, things like that. But. And hopefully it'll entice some people to go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you'll get to hear spotlights like this each and every Thursday. And then also a lot of other shows, a lot of DC comic shows. We just ended up finishing in August. Our book of the month was the Grant Morrison, Batman and Robin volume one. And now just as an aside to show you, we have a very bunch of things in the month of September that we're in now. We are actually doing a Marvel deal. We're doing X-Men First Class. So we jump around with that, just like, you know, Chris Cross back in the day. But we also have other things like the Death of Superman podcast going right now. I have an Injustice Gods Among Us Reading Club podcast. We have a bunch of things. We have even independent stuff. We have a Hellboy Reading Club, a Spawn Reading Club, a Walking Dead Comics Reading Club. We have a ton of comic content. It's pretty much its own little you know, Netflix of comics, audio podcast things all wrapped up in the one over there at Weird Science. (laughs) Patreon.com slash Weird Science. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm supposed to know all these things. I'm losing my voice right now. And my patience is what I'm doing. But not with the Wolfman. The Wolfman's always cool with me, especially when he slammed Duncan. I know Eric would be furious if he heard that. But with all that, we're going to go off and listen to me and Eric talk about the Batman One Bad Day, the Riddler number one. I hope everybody enjoys and I hope that they end up going over to our Patreon and checking out all the other things that are available there. All the links and all the crazy stuff will be in the show notes. But just remember, patreon.com slash weird science. Easy enough. I should have remembered it earlier. But here we go off to the show. And it's weird. This whole Riddler Batman One Bad Day deal. You start again with an, a kind of an event type of deal, but this whole thing going down you no, no. start with no, tom king cash grab well they claim it's an event and and my whole hey, play everybody though liked is the killing joke 30 years ago let's try to jump on that money train and the thing is even the idea people it's so divisive why would you jump on this one because writers for years have been trying to get it out of continuity no i i just i couldn't understand when they end up and people arguing now and maybe it would have been one of those things where in, in a roundabout deal that if it stepped, because a couple of years ago, me and you were constantly talking about the idea of 
Why does everybody hate the killing joke yeah. now? They're trying like, to get the it out of continuity. Terrible, but I like the killing joke and always have. Yeah, the Batman uh, or the Burnside Batgirl team tried to get it out of continuity and even did something where they said to me personally, hey, it's kind of laid out there. If you want it out of continuity, it is. And me and you both said, no, it isn't. It was not. And so you end Shut up where up. also you play with this weird deal with Tom King where, again, you start off this whole thing with him. So are these what we're going to get? Is this the tone we're always going to get? You always start with him and he's always wacky with things, right? But in that, you're now doing something that drives me so crazy. And I I would think it would drive you crazy as well because you are the continuity kid. Beep, beep. And you end up where the killing joke, joke, not in continuity, but is. And then people even talk about it. The idea, well, it is because it's so big. Well, that and that's why Barbara Gordon has, you know, a spine problem. That's the big play. Afterwards, you you end up continuing on. But the idea of something that was not in continuity becomes in continuity. It's so popular, all that sort of thing. Then you throw Tom King in the mix where most of his things are out of continuity, but he tries to play that they aren't or they are. And it just gets all wacky in that. But my main thing in this is, like I said, it's a frustrating read because I'm reading it and it was just it was taking me forever. And it's not just the idea of uh, this race. it was just boring, though. I ended up getting bored by the end and I didn't expect that from everybody talking about it and all this stuff. I just by the end, I just wanted it to end almost like half the people in this book. They just wanted sweet darkness. Well, that's the worst part end. of it. It's like, OK, Tom King, we're going to have one bad day, a rip off of the killing joke. And you get the Riddler. You love doing the Riddler because you just elevated him to a degree and killing joke that Eric thought was great. Continue on with that freaking premise and just continue on with one bad day. You have 64 pages because that's the premise because the killing joke was 64 pages. So make that work. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spend most of the issues with just the, with just Mitch Garads going around drawing things with narration over top, whether it fits or not. And it's just going to be a, like a bunch of scenes that don't equate to anything until it's over. Until it does. But does it? It doesn't. I don't know. And one of the things that I ended up, I ended up having a little bit of a tussle with old Mitch Garage this week where somebody ended up messaging us. Well, yeah, well, it was. Somebody ended up, and I I will let you know. (laughs) Well, with all of that, the idea that, you know, somebody ended up telling me, hey, look at this thing, and I get involved, and then Mitch Garage gets involved. And then I ended up as a and everything joke. Comes it, was crashing really, down. it was really shade on him because he has a bunch of panels that have the black panels. But I did not want you to end up mad at me. So I quickly turned it around. But no, you didn't. It didn't work. I looked at it. He deleted his thing and then didn't throw shade. So it worked, Derek. And well, actually, he didn't do it fast enough because I still saw it. Fast enough. He ended up following us after that so touche my friend maybe he's just keeping an eye on me though Good but job. so with all of that look at this i threw shade in the night to this guy now he likes us here's what i want to know is mitch garage celebrated he's celebrated i find his style and especially if it is tom king making him do the multiple panels and the 12 panel grid nine panel whatever he so does it starts to get very boring to me because he repeats panels a lot does or he has black panels or he has just a, a elevator stuff like that but there's a guy at marvel greg land i like his art but they criticize that he ends up basing his art on hustler you know centerfolds and all Love these it. sexy porn stars right 
I do know the guy you're talking about now. I do like that guy. Yeah, and I I like it as well. It actually reminds me a bit of what's his name with the sexy art with Tom King and the Clay back hat. Yeah, Clay Man. It, very similar, but people like don't too. give him as much shit. I but you kind of remember? Do you remember Crisis? I mean, uh, Heroes. Oh, of I Crisis? know that one deal they did, but there's always the sexy. Uh, and you like the sexy, you I do. Love it. Now with that, Mitch Gerards does seem to. He bases a lot of his characters just on famous people, and nobody seems to bat an eye at it. I mean, really, the Riddler here is Michael Stipe. It's it's no, it's not even pretending to not be. It is the lead singer of REM, Michael Stipe, in the way that Mitch Garrods even joked, and I saw it now, I realize that he said at one point, quote, the Riddler is losing his religion. And yeah. so it and it ends up fitting the thing, but with that, why doesn't he get criticized for that? Plus, I mean, I think we have Major Dad in this issue, and we might even have what looked a little like so cool from Adventures of Babysitting at one point. But in he's all known of by this, way more things than that, and I don't know the guy's name. In, uh, in I know in all these things though, what it really ends up being again is: is it the script that ends up being tedious, or is it the art, or is it a combo? And people who love Mitch Gerards and Tom King, like they won't hear any of this they they end up saying they can't do anything wrong but boy i just it was it was tedious to get through this issue that's why i said it was frustrating and if you go with the idea same amount of pages as killing joe you said it and when you that's read killing the joke of the book one bad day contains story 64 pages i'm like Really, that's all you're going with? <laughs> there you go. Now, when you go and read Killing Joke, whether or not you like the end or whatever, Terrible I, was, I was not bored. Well, I read it, though. I actually was ripping through that. I got through that Killing Joke very, very quickly. And then when I go to read this, it just felt like... Well, I'm telling like... you, maybe at the time, though, the thing is, I don't I don't know when you read it, but I'm thinking about, you know, in the I early read it, right? 90s I, that when I read... was pretty much one up. No, my, this was when we first started doing okay. our I say, like, in the early like 90s when I first read it, because I didn't get on it right away. I ended up getting a trade paperback from, like, my grandma or something of The Killing Joke and, like, Bat- Dark Knight Returns and also Batman Year One at the same point. But the idea is, like, when I read this in the 90s, it made sense for what we're doing with that because it was elevating the Joker into a darker, kind of, like, more mature arrow that the comic books were going in that direction. And at that point in time, that's what everybody wanted because it was the fucking grunge. It was 90s. It was, everybody was a goddamn edgelord, it seemed like. And it seemed like, you know, that it made sense for the time for me at that point. When you look at this, it seems like Tom King going, All right, how can I emulate that with this? And it's just like, you're just making the most grotesque shit that doesn't fit anymore because it's not that time frame. And that's why I even said I had another tweet that I said, why can't DC? And I meant in a tone, not exactly write or rewriting yeah. things. Of the idea of why can't we have an all-star Superman instead of keep going with a killing joke. And I just meant that at, at this point, I mean, when you sit here and think about what DC is doing and what they're doing wrong, right, or whatnot, a lot of the stuff that's hitting is like a world's finest. And Rocky ended up saying, well, we're getting the all-star. And I, I just meant overall, why are we going back to this shit? Where it just feels like you said grotesque. It feels dirty. It well, just feels the way it like does. Like I, I felt bad because I felt like I was going to repeat myself from last week when looking at that Wonder Woman issue, where it just felt like gratuitous with that milk all over her face and how long we hang on that shot. When we have Tom King doing Tom King, where it's like, all right, I need to elevate this. So let's spend pages dealing with the character that won't matter, just so I can murder him to let you know shit is real this time. Like Damn. that doesn't work. And, you are just extending this thing in an idea where. We're going to use murder as a way of saying how important this is when ultimately nothing is important in this, and even the Riddler doesn't think so. Well, and I even said, 
when we were talking, a lot of people and Rocky really liked it. Speaking of Rocky, me and him doing the indie podcast, I think it was there where I brought it up. I said, boy, Eric really got upset about that Wonder Woman. <laughs> like, he actually, like, you actually got more offended than I think of a lot of and other things. the thing things is, I like to make fun of you when you say something about murder, like in Poison Ivy. Like, she murdered this man. Like, oh, you're a goddamn prude. I'm a bit like, of a prude. I am exactly a prude. the thing is, and I'm not, or maybe I am getting my orders, but when I see that thing with Wonder Woman, that's not needed because I know what you're doing. Everybody knows what you're doing, even though you're not coming out and right saying it. But when I see this and it's just over the top murder, and like, this Tom King trying to elevate his stuff by knocking everybody else's stuff down, even to the point where in this book, it's like, I'm running the Riddler. And you know what? The Riddler is actually the one who came up with the plan for the killing joke. And I'm like, the idea really like wrong going against the, and like creating a new continuity for the origin of the Riddler and then making that grotesque with child abuse and weird stuff. Like it almost became sexual in this fucking abuse that he took from his father in a weird kind of way. And then when you have the idea where it's like, and here's film freak, even though it's not like, doesn't make any sense. Killing film freak. Cause you know what? Tom King. I'm like, yeah, for you no piece reason. Of shit. There's no reason for this. This is not quite continuity. This is, and exactly. in my, and how I would play this Until out. It is just like Killing Joke. But I don't think this is going to sell like Killing Joke. I mean, Killing Joke is like the number one or like his two. His riddle in my mind was just time. so good in Killing Time. Like that was the best part of that entire series was the way that his riddle was depicted. And this one going a complete 180 and going like a completely opposite of how that riddle was to the point where he won't even do riddles and he's just killing. He is the Joker in this. He is essentially just the Joker in this. And also playing off the, the same stuff that he did at the beginning of his jokes and riddles with the way the Riddler played that off. I know. It's the exact same it's story actually, at the beginning yeah, where it's he It's actually knows. a lifted story, right? It's exactly it's his exact. own thing and it made me so mad. It was like, I know everything about but every guard and their family. And, get it. and he does the exact same thing. I'm like, really, exact. guy? Really? And when we ended up having that originally, I thought it was a misplay because he wasn't around. It was that idea that, it, oh, these guards and he knew all the things. This is played out a little better because he would end up being able to, you know, learn some things or whatnot. But it's it's just a repeat. It's just a repeat. Now, with that, too, I'm never going to say. And again, some people are hailing this as one of the best things they've read in years. Some people are saying it's garbage. I'm more of the latter. Grotesque. But when you end up doing this, yeah. And when we say about this, I am a prude and I'm a prude sure when are. I read <laughs> comics. I am because no, no, I, I, agree with you. <laughs> I want to read comics to be having. I, I'm more of the let's have fun, guys. Let's, let's girls just want to have fun. Here. You want to see right over with the giant typewriters. They keep talking and, about yes, this. I mean, yeah, I ended up because of this issue for our midweek deal. I did the first oh, yeah, appearance of the Riddler and it's hilarious. I mean, he is a cheat. He ends up doing things that makes no damn sense, but it's funny. And I ended up laughing about it. Like at the end, you end up having the Riddler kind of get away at the end. But you're always like, why did he do this? And what's going on? But in this whole deal, Tom King, he only can write things one way. He only can get emotions. And it's by killing. Why is it that you haven't? I was going to say earlier. How you How you can spell this out and really daddy, mommy issues. Yeah. It's all there again. How you can spell this out, though, DC doesn't like to use the wording, but it's what if said villain had a one bad day? Would they end up being like the Joker? The problem is it doesn't seem like there's going to be any gray area. It's just going to be, hey, everybody can have that one bad day. And look, it's just like the Joker. But it's Batman's one bad day because of the Riddler. And at the end of the whole idea, even the idea like if this is being lauded as something oh, great like right now, like one bad but, day. by yeah. the end of it, it just seems like the Riddler pushed Batman over the edge and actually got what the one bad day was and made him kill him. 
Like, why does that anything that anybody wants? I don't know. And, and how is it that I'm saying you have the Riddler, one of the smartest people in the DC. You have you get name drops a lot, like the Waynes and the Luthers and the Holtz and stuff like that. And like you know, Nigma is one of the smartest people out there. He is always a big brain kind of villain. I like that aspect around. But he is still just one man with no powers. You might be th- playing chess when we're all playing checkers, but when you have this kind of power where he's just able to walk out of prison and just you stay at a hotel, and no one's going to he can rob a bank and no one's going to bat an eye because they're all scared. Of so walk up to him and shoot him in the face. Yeah, yeah, I, I think somebody probably hands, would. Anybody. And the thing is, that's what they would, because it's Gotham. We keep talking about how tough everybody is here. Somebody would, and Batman should be the one to stop him, but he's not. And somebody because would, some because reason, they'd make Batman, a name for themselves. Exactly, right? and for some reason, Batman's one like, I'm not going to do the merciful thing anymore, and fade to black. I'm like, did, you, did Batman just kill the Riddler? Because that's the only way that this can end for what you set up. It's the Sopranos. Fades to black to get everybody insane. So, and again, ambiguous ending. That's all he does, because if I complain and say, Batman ended Did up he? killing him. That's bullshit. And they'll go, well, no, he probably didn't. He didn't. That's this and that. And I'm like, we never saw screw that you. Why panel? can't you make a stand of anything? But all in all, again, I agree. Disgusting. And the things that go on. And really, why can't we have something where at this point in this DC deal, because Tom King ruined Rebirth, really, in my mind, with Heroes in Crisis, with this nonsense. Now they're going back to it, and now we're going to have to continue it with even other writers. Who knows what the hell they're going to do? Because I think they're going to try to one up this asshole. But you end up where? Why don't we have a yeah, one? But you good can one day? up this asshole by telling a good story. Why don't we have one? Yeah, w- one good day. Why don't we find out what would make the Riddler stop in a way that are, are you is talking crazy? about the episode of like The Walking Dead or something that I want to write where everything goes good, or the entire season yeah. of The Walking Dead where. You don't have to deal with asshole people. That's the walkers are there, but you can constantly just get around. You just have a really good season of The Walking Dead where nothing bad happens. All like, of a sudden, somebody Oh no, it's the governor. No drama. But it's actually the governor of just some small town. He's a real nice guy. Hi guys. He said, hey, I'm trade? the governor. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the governor. We have a lot of food. Come on here. Uh, yeah, I know. So, like in that season, they're like, we're going to go to the prison, but we'll only stay there for one episode. Boom, we're out. Uh, but yeah, That's so all I all want. Of this no go- drama. See, the funny thing is, I can now talk to you a little bit of The Walking Dead because I read the comics. Well, again, and oh, I, I think I, like I don't I'm read the comics until I watch the show. Yeah, I know. And it is a bit different. And we're at the point where in our reading club, we're really at a point where it diverges heavily, I've been told. So, with that, though, you go into this comic, and one of the last things before we hit the page for page, which we probably won't go page for page, but we'll talk about it. But the idea where just think of Tom King's big things that people love, because this might have been a smarter play if this was in the middle of his run. Maybe this instead was, instead of jokes and riddles, it was this. Then you could sit there and go, man, that's clever. He's playing with this. Remember at one point, I'm like, he's doing a reverse nightfall. And <laughs> I thought it was cool. And then it yeah, ended yeah. up not that great. But in this, He has been told, all these people have gotten the assignment, do a one bad day with said character. So all he is going to do is do the mimicking of that. That's exactly what Dan DiDio went to him. Hey, we want your vision Vision, here at DC. All right, I'll do Mr. Miracle. I'm surprised the motherfucker didn't do Red Tornado. Yeah, really. And remember, he wanted to at the Heroes in Crisis. He's like, I don't have a family. Yeah, you do. And my head's on fire. No, it isn't. I don't know what Will is. Yes, you do. Up all those things. Or so, how, how many can you get wrong in those little, little panels? So you end up here where he's been told to do this. And again, the only way that he can get any sort of feelings, any sort of emotions, any sort of progression in the story is just kill, kill, kill. That's what he does. Kill, kill, kill. And child abuse, child abuse. Everything is dark and dank. And yes, you can say, well, that's the assignment. 
But is it because you could make it interesting, clever? And uh, some people think it's clever. There's anagrams in here and all that. That doesn't help the story at all. It does nothing for the story. The story I said tedious. You said grotesque. Like Rocky I think was in the both. Slack talking about how this ups the yeah, ending with the anagram kind of idea because the story's called Dreadful Reigns and it's an anagram of like, you know, riddles are fun, but I'm not or someone yeah, along yeah, those that, lines. And the thing yeah. is like, th- just because the, he said the story's called that doesn't actually work with the story itself, though. It's just him going after the fact and making it. He a, just made an anagram. Exactly. It, it doesn't make the story clever because that, in fact, is not a riddle. <laughs> it's like it doesn't even go with the character. And I, I, I can punch the shit out of you. Me and you, I can fight you. I can punch it the crap you out of you. And stool. at the end, I can throw a quarter at you. That doesn't make me a, a better guy. Like, I gave you a quarter at the end, Kinda but I still does. beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Only because you can't catch a ball, Eric, is what it was there. But we, we start out this, and the big play here is that there's a guy that we're not really going to get to know. And John plays that out. We don't even get to see the guy. He's that anonymous. Daughter's in soccer, and she don't want to yeah, go to practice. Yeah, daughter's in soccer. And really, again... In my mind, a lot of these scenes we, is, we spend scenes of John Oates turning off his computer at the office to get onto an elevator to talk to a guy who is remembers a time that he was at a company picnic with this other guy, and the idea that we have to find out that this guy's father made him do all this stuff and you know like you know wouldn't tolerate this kind of nonsense. We learn more about John Oates in this than we should ever have so just to fill up the sixty four page space, just to shoot him in the head. And that I'd does rather not see Holy Notes myself, but. In that, it reminds me of Saturday Night Live skits that we used to joke about because I haven't really watched a lot of Saturday Night Live. But it's one of those where a skit would be six minutes long. You're like, yeah, that should have stopped at three minutes. These things should stop pages before. And let's get to a story. And it's pretty obvious at the beginning. Yes, there's a mood being set. But what are you doing here? You're you're giving us an anonymous guy talking about his 11-year-old daughter who, oh, kids nowadays, she likes the soccer. She'll learn when she gets there, the soccer. This is only to get a line at the end to try to tie it in to say, you know, my daughter said to me that when you're outside watching, it's a game. But when you're playing it, it's not. Now, I do That's agree it. with that. I have told you before that when I used to play sports, it was not fun. I was there to win. I, you know, it's weird. I look at the Riddler in this as a kid. and I'm like, yeah, that could have been me. Like that whole sociopathic thing. But that's all you have. This. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, you have all this stuff here, but that's all this is for. This is just pounded into the end to try to make it clever. It's not clever. It's boring. It's the most insightful 11 year old you'll ever meet. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's like there. You're like, okay, here, Aristotle, get out of there on the the idea of the reasons that we have to have lines like that where. You know, John Oates is killed randomly by the Riddler to the point where Bruce Wayne goes to his funeral and then we're like, listens to his wife talk about what kind of catering platter she got for the reception. We're like, you know, and then afterwards, they got going visiting her weeks later to tell her, like, why this all happened as Bruce Wayne. Like, you know, I'm not Batman, but I got a guy inside the police department who told me this is why this is why this, this is the well, Batman's well, fault. Let me tell you, I know it's not you because you're not the Batman's Bruce Wayne, but my daughter, it's crazy. She doesn't like the soccer, but you know what she does? She's very insightful. I'm like, what does this All have right. to do with the Riddler? <laughs> I mean, even then, I mean, when you and have this funeral. Like Bruce Wayne going to do because, these things. And no. Even when you have Bruce Wayne, actually, not Bruce Wayne, but Batman on the case, like, we got a hold of this Riddler henchman who's going to tell us what's going on. That just felt vindictive and, like, it one did. of the darkest Batman I've ever seen before. Like, I'm, Batman, in my mind, would have gone on just almost murdering this guy for how this weird-ass page felt that we didn't get anything out of. And that's trying to push that, you know, over the top, because I think that what happens here is here's Tom King. He's writing this and he's also going with the 
you know, zeitgeist of how people are looking. Oh, man, that kid. like it feels like he doesn't quite get what the killing joke meant back in the day of the time. He almost is playing it out now of the idea that, oh, I have to be disgusting and I have to be that. And yeah, that was there. You had some sus scenes and things like that, but that was of a time. Try to update it. Try to do something well, that's better the here. Thing is like the idea of Alan Moore and going don't make back Batman there an asshole, right? And giving a background to the Joker and stuff like that, showing an origin, that idea of the one bad day, because that was the idea of the entire story of how one bad day can give you somebody like the Joker. But is Batman the one having the one bad day here? Is the Riddler having the one bad day? Because at the end, is it just like, the idea that Batman has a bad day and he's going to murder the Riddler because that's not the, off the sphere of the idea. The one bad day, whether you like it or not, does give the, the Joker a post-flash, uh, post-flash, but post-crisis continuity for a background, whether you choose to go with it or not. And that was a part of the thing. The ending sucks where the Joker tells uh, what is actually a funny joke, but the idea after all said and done and Joker and Batman sit down and laugh together, it was a terrible ending. But the rest of it was really good for what it was trying to do with the concept of why the Joker is the way he is. When you have the Riddler now, it's like, all right, I'm going to tell you what the Riddler's continuity is. Even though you know it, I'm going to say it's something else. And it's just. And, and it even is then, I dark. mean, just take this. In the last couple of weeks, we get this, right? Obviously, one day. But he played the same game with the Clock King in Killing Time. He yeah. ended up at the end where Clock King's sitting there, kind of making jokes, and Batman elbows him, knocks him out. It's the same exact. And oh, yeah, almost that's the same in thing. That, almost almost killing in that joke at the end, saying yeah. the idea of. Yeah, I'm not playing that game. Like it, it actually that seemed like a progression, but that's the other thing in here. When you start talking about change and things like that, you're aping, you know, the awfulness and things like that, that this is after the killing joke. I mean, the killing joke did happen and it's mentioned. We said that he tries but to it make it his feels own like it's story now. Kind of thing, but it also feels years ago, like within like, you know, it a does. year of the killing joke itself. It's weird. And that's Tom time King. Frame. That's what he tries to play off. And even when people were talking about trying to you know, get this into the continuity with the jokes and riddles and things like that. And things would get wonky and whatnot. But this Batman, it, it feels like the Batman is like at the end of his rope, right? This is the idea. He's gone through the killing joke. Now he's got to go through this and all these villains are turning on him and he's just like, screw this. I'm going to start killing him by the end. That's where it feels like maybe there was a time frame. But, but then during it, it feels like it just happened. It's very odd. But the idea where, he just kind of mentions change. He kind of plays with the idea, but then leaves that behind to just be awful, just to be this idea. And there's no real clever back and forth here with riddles. This is the riddle where what does he do when he doesn't have a riddle? But again, isn't that what happens when the Joker doesn't have a smile? It's isn't that what happens thing. when Tom King writes the Riddler mostly? He doesn't yeah, have a Riddler for it's the same him? thing. And, and he just looks up riddles and stuff. But it's this is the... You Joker know, Riddler have a smile, without yeah. a Riddler, the Joker yeah. without a smile, but it's also the kill. Like, nothing feels original to me. What I think that is the worst thing when I sit back after I read it, it just felt like a guy trying to impress people. It felt like 90s fan fiction. Let's, let's be as dark me, as we can heart. get because that's what we all like in the 90s. And the idea of not having a heart. You know what you said? The idea, like, what the worst part is? I'll tell you what the worst part is because I got done this and. There's parts of the writing that I don't mind. Overall, as a story, I just find it very grotesque and unnecessary for what we're doing here. And just like makes makes Batman and the Riddler less in my mind for what they're going for. But the idea that I got done reading, wasn't happy with it for the most part, except for a few like bits. But I went and looked at Solicit. The Riddler is usually a villain who works within meticulous rules and systems. However, that seemingly goes out the window when he begins to kill at random. Or is it? 
Batman will be on the case in this intellectual thriller, which is inverted commas. I'm like, you called your own stuff an intellectual thriller, which I can't even say the word intellectual, but I'm like, you pretentious cunt. Tom, Tom King at one point with Human Target, his tweet when he announced it was, this will be your next obsession. I'm like, screw you. It's not. Go to hell. And so with this, though, again, scenes that keep going. like Obsessions don't have to be good things, Jim. Well, I know. Well, that's what I thought he might have been poking the bear. But you end up where when Michael Stipe is talking to Gordon here, who looks kind of like Santa Claus, you end up where they're sitting there talking. That's not bad, even though it is the idea. Yeah, I called up. And then he calls the Joker. Hey, I called up. Hey, Jack. What's up? I got this plan to screw with thing. And he says that he had the plan and pretty much gave the killing joke idea to the Joker that that plays off weird, uh, especially with a guy who does kind of talk a lot about how he tries to emulate Alan Moore. Well, now you're just taking a shit. No, no, you just totally sold this and said this is what it was and not the thing that you thought it was all these years. And when you go back to, you know, hey, let's see Edward as a kid. I actually thought that maybe. You show it in a bit of like, I, I know it's not going to be lighthearted, but in a way that you still wonder by the end, like, man, what did go wrong? Like, what happened? No, no, no. For the minute, you know, and those scenes, you didn't need them all. I mean, you really kind of get the idea from the first scene. And when he's getting beat, all this his stuff. His father is the like headmaster at a prep school. He got a 92 on a test and his father thinks he's like he did third best in the class. It's all because of this riddle question that actually counted as credit for some reason on the test Which that he got bullshit. something wrong. Um, you know what? I want to go on to this, but I need to stop this because Professor Yellen, who was causing all this, <laughs> he is the worst villain I have ever seen in my life because the thing is, he is the nicest guy in the world. He put, But the thing is, when he puts an actual riddle on the test that we did not prepare for or anything like that, and it actually counts as credit, you are the devil, sir. And the yeah. idea that Edward- He yes, looks he like might, an older so cool. Too, he doesn't make it all so cool, but he? the idea that Edward gets beat by his father and has to say that he's not his whore mother's son or someone something along this line because of these stupid riddles that count as credit. I'm like, that does not work. You should not have this. I'm the thing. Even when Edward says, I'm going to report you, I'm like, do it, kid, because this is bullshit. I'm angry for you. Yeah, exactly. And then when his you know dad. What? You know what, Edward? You are a rebellious kid. I like that about you. You're your own kind of cool. I'm like, don't try to fucking placate me, asshole. I'm going to report you because you are going against the goddamn rules right now. You did not teach us riddles in school. I got all your bullshit questions right. Don't throw riddles on the test that are going to get my ass beat by Headmaster Daddy. Yeah, I think this guy smokes pot, Eric. You end up That's where how cool he is. Also, also, Edward then goes and he gets a gun out. He's going to commit suicide. Then he's getting beaten. The whole deal of like, Tell her, your mom wasn't a whore, your mom a whore. And then we find out, yeah, actually she was, and that's the, you know, his dark secret. But then you get into secrets and stuff that don't really get, it just doesn't Edward really Tierney, play out well. Are you the son of a whore? No, sir. I said, are you the son of a whore? No, sir. Whose son are you? I'm your son, father. I'm yours, please. I'm yours, father, father. <laughs> he has to end up doing so much better to get over that hump of his dad's, you know, dalliances with a whore. Just and, the idea, and though, just, but what? spanking your son with a book while cl like claiming that your mother's not, a, you're not the son of a whore. I'm telling you, for some reason, maybe it's just me and my weird it mind. It being a little some kind of It feels almost sexual just because we're bringing up the idea that his father had dalliances with a whore. Now he's raising the, the whore's son that he hates for this whole idea. So it always relates back to the sexual encounter that he had with his whore. So for some reason... I put this one like this together with that, hey, and it really not? creeps it's, me the it's fuck that out. It's that creepy, and even then, when he goes and he's like, "Okay, here's the riddle. We're gonna play some Russian roulette," and then goes and it clicks, and then he goes, "Dad isn't there," and he bends over, "Father, 
father, I'm here. I'm ready. I was wrong. It wasn't enough. I'm like, yeah, you're fucked up. You're you're real fucked up. And all this might have been saved from the very beginning because one of the big things that it seems is that Batman is just ignoring the Riddler. He doesn't want to talk to him at the moment. Riddler is saying to talk, please, people, any of these guys or whatever, if they start yelling this stuff, please talk to him or just go and say, I'm not going to talk to you, your bullshit, whatnot. But all the Riddler keeps doing throughout all this issue is to just say, hey, I'm in Arkham right now, but I'll, I'll escape in two days. I'll be out of here. I always escape. I escape. I escape. And, and really stop it. And then at the end, Batman seems to kill him in a Sopranos cut the black deal. But in all this, it just feels like you're just going on and on. Because it even does when you feel- do this, you just say like, you know, you don't ever see it. It's just the Riddler being elevated because even when Batman gets in on the game, he tries to find out more about Riddler, who he is, what's going on with him right now, with why he's not telling Riddlers and just killing people at random. He goes to the henchman. He finds out about the Riddler's father. He finds out about the Riddler's mother. The Riddler killed his whore mother. And then we're going to finally go and talk to the Riddler. And the idea is, you know what, Bruce? I know it's you. I've always known it's you. I used to sneak into your mansion. I used to watch you while you sleep. I used to do like, you know, steal a dollar from your safe to see if you'd notice. And you know what? If you, uh, the reason I'm doing this, the reason that I'm not telling Riddlers, I put all this in the action right now, just murdering people like this security guard, film freak, freaking John Oates coming out of his damn office is because I want you to know, if you ever lay a finger on me again, I'm going to kill one of your Robins. And Batman lets him go because the Batman becomes a bitch in this. He's afraid of the Riddler for some reason and then lets him just go and live in a hotel for a few weeks where the entire city, it almost becomes zero year again for how like he has the the city in a grip of fear for who he is. But just in the, like the periphery, it's just talked about. We don't ever see anything. So, like People are just giving money to Riddler, but it's all a narration for him to the point where then Batman's like, I guess he just says, you know what, you thought that my mercy was like, like, like you know, hold out and maybe that will go as well as your Riddles. And it just fades to black. So I have to assume with that ending that the Batman that when killed Riddler, because like most things anymore, the Batman can't do anything. And he just got the upper hand by Riddler talking to him. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking the idea why it fades to black Catwoman runs in and kills him. He called her. He said, well, meet me here, cat. I need you to keep doing things for me. Hey, Ezreal, where's my angel of death at? Get over here. Talking about, I mean, the art at points is, I'll even say some points, it's stunning. It, it oh, really yeah, it is. Good. The art is great. It just ends up where... I wish there just, and I know it's a thing now, but I wish there wasn't as many panels. At points, it does get, again, tedious. You you do repeat some things, and you have some things. But even scenes like the idea where Bruce is there, and he's at, you know, this guy, John Henry Oates. He's at his deal. He's at his funeral. Yeah. They're putting him in. And afterwards, everybody walks off, and there is the guy's wife, and starts talking to Mrs. Bruce. Oates. And it's just it's just yeah, Mrs. Oates here of the the famous Oates family, and it just it's too extended and feels forced just to get a dialogue that's pretentious. I mean, why would Bruce Bruce would get the fuck out of there and leave? Well, I, he would learn all this on his own. Just the idea of Bruce Wayne coming to some like it's just so weird and out of character, especially because he's not doing anything with the Riddler, but he, then he has to feel bad about it. It's just it's weird. But when you have these extended scenes, because you have to make that sixty four page count. Like when you have the Batman just driving through Gotham in the Batmobile with all the exposition just in pat, like, you know, in like, you know, narration boxes just spread around. Like it, it's like three pages of the Batmobile just driving throughout the city. And, and, and like, even for then, no reason. Like the school scenes with the teacher, you're setting up this deal where eventually Edward's going to kill the teacher, but it just goes on and on. Because like originally, like, you know, the Riddler 
he wanted to win a prize. In order to do it, you had to solve a puzzle and stuff like that. So he, yeah. he like he went he into cheated. the whole idea. He cheated exactly. He went into school. That's after what hours. he does here. I thought that was kind of clever. It is clever, but the thing is, I like the idea because in the original story, he cheated. He went in after hours to figure out how it was done. So when it was actually the day of, he was able to do it. And then he won a book of riddles, and he got that dopamine freaking kick of satisfaction of how like you know if good it feels to cheat to win and stuff like that. In this one, he sneaks in after hours. And like, you know, when his dad's not around, find out the freaking test key to his teacher's stuff, which for some reason, I have no idea why the test key would have his made up riddle no, on it. No, why that would doesn't it have make made sense. up riddles in that? But he makes finds no out sense. what the riddle is going to be. But for some reason, Professor Yellen at the last second changes the riddle because he's a goddamn psychic. I don't know why. And then <laughs> Edward gets he's it wrong because he didn't even bother to read it, which seems like too much smart of a kid not to even read the question because he just, he just writes down the old answer and then gets it wrong. So the idea then... Riddler has to go and kill this, you know, as a kid, has to kill this teacher, which doesn't work out. But the idea, originally, he found out how good it felt uh, like to cheat to win, but also became obsessed with Riddlers for the, the prize that he got. This one, he did not get that dopamine kick. He did not cheat to win. He cheated and lost and then committed murder. And then, like, it does not fit as well. It's just And then it almost feels like the, I'm going to take it back. And, and the thing that caused me to go evil was the riddles. And now he's obsessed with them because he didn't get it. And it doesn't work. But you never really see that. And it doesn't work as well. Even in the very original one that I ended up going through. It's just funny because all he does is keep cheating. He ends up cheating people. He's playing, like, three-card money. He's doing all this nonsense stuff. And then all of a sudden, he ends up in, in my favorite part of that first appearance. He thinks that he's smarter than he is because he's just been cheating the whole time. And then he says, I'm smart enough to take on Batman and the police. And in my mind, that was like him elevating himself before he should have because he really wasn't great at riddles. He just kept cheating. And so I like that. That's why he always gets caught. That's why he does this. But he's going to well, keep doing that. this even takes away the idea that I love that he is he does have a problem. He does have a mental problem. Exactly. He does have a mental problem where he does have to leave these clues for himself because of the, and this is why he winds up in Arkham. And this one, he is just the guy who doesn't need to do it. You take away the entire psychosis and you take away what makes the Riddler Riddler because now he doesn't belong in Arkham. He just belongs in Blackgate. So he can obviously stop himself from doing this. And that's where I thought the one good day, if we had that, instead, the idea that he can't help it. He is kind of, you know, crazy. Well, that's with- how I know the Riddler. And that's the that's why I liked him in that killing time, because that's what he did. And in that, to you his detriment. Play that idea is that uh, one bad day for Batman, where suddenly the Riddler, like in this, when he kills somebody at random, that right there is the crazy thing where Batman it throws him off because he always puts riddles. Why is he doing this? And I think you should have went with that aspect of. I was waiting for John Oates to be his brother from this horror mother that he never knew about because even though it's supposed to be a thing where there was no riddle, it turns out there was a connection the entire time. But no, it it doesn't. And again, here's the play. Here's the script doctoring. You have this idea where the Riddler decides no more riddles. I'm going to stop it. I actually, actually he's in Arkham enough time and they actually get a good doctor he's solved of the riddles and then does things randomly but then by the end no by the (laughs) end batman figures out no no these are connected in a clever twist at the end of like he still can't that not even the riddler can admit to himself and so like you said you were waiting for that cleverness of it but it's just the idea he just chose not to do riddles this time and it's more of the idea of what is the scariest riddler riddler doesn't riddle me this riddler and the joker is the scariest riddler and that's the whole thing you already played that but even then i was hoping because again when you go back to the original deal it wasn't just riddles. It wasn't jokes. It wasn't puns. There was a lot of puzzles 
as well. Like like, he was doing, like yeah, and he was doing like, I mean, like physical puzzles, mazes. Physical he challenge. says it in here. You end up having Tom King kind of. Well, almost like you had that Riddler, that the version that the Batman who laughs in the first metal who had that freaking maze out of magic he put together. Exactly. Yeah, I wanted to see something like that. And also the idea where at one point he ends up giving the riddle, but it's a twist. But then you go and he has a, a rich guy in one of those like bent nail traps. And ah, I'm in trouble <laughs> like that. But you don't you don't get anything. But What's then a bent what nail trap? It's like it ends I mean, like an Iron you. Maiden. It's a bunch of like that. But it ends up being this weird thing that he made in that Not issue. I didn't, but, and also, I'll tell you, like, there's a line in the beginning of that first appearance where he ends up. Like, they end up with the narrator, like, here's the Riddler. Riddle be this, assholes. And he ends up talking about all the things, and there's Comics weird terms that I don't know. Day. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, but in this, the little bits and pieces between filling in the blanks is just child abuse, murder, uh, attempted suicide, uh, a woman who no, now, not even like. just attempted suicide, but child suicide as well. Yeah, I think that at this point, you know, this well, woman what here. To, what happened to Edward after he murdered his teacher? Oh, we just glossed over that. We don't go back to it. I'm like, yeah, he just uh, what really, it's, he became the Riddler. That's all it seems like. He ran off, got a lot of question marks, paced him to himself. Hey, here I am. You end up this woman like she's putting her shoulder head on Bruce's shoulder. Look, she's a <laughs> widow now just... of rich billionaires coming like, you know, look and like, you know, spending time with her. Obviously, this is the way to go. Obviously. And. By the end, as Bruce, when he goes to me, he does blame himself for this murder, the idea. And so that's a shame and ends up where he really throws shade at himself to say, hey, it was the it was Batman's fault. And the, the whole play in this should be more. And I guess at the end, if you do kill the Riddler, you do kind of solve this. But the idea of why did I fucking play these games with this dude all this time? Like, you know, now he's gone so much. I've elevated the Riddler. Also, the idea where he has to up his game. You said that the problem with the Riddler is coming up with better and better riddles and being clever, and that's a very tough thing to go. Well, that isn't even... This is just the Riddler who doesn't want to get punched anymore and ends up being able <laughs> to pretty face. much figure things up. Yeah, he's like, don't not the moneymaker. He's Arthur from freaking Tick. Yeah, he is. Not so when, when you go through this, you do feel bad for him. At a, and, and really, it's set up to feel bad for Edward but and and hate Batman. I mean, Batman is I dunking criminals into the and water to the point where it's worse than anything, and even ends up looking like he's just letting people die. And hey, I'm not killing the thing the shark is. I'll just go away. Guys, begging, please don't do this. Please say yes, no. Boom, and you're like, yeah, I don't like this Batman. I don't like this Batman at all. And I just think that Tom King just doesn't get Batman. I think that he never has. I think he never will. I think that that's one of the problems with him. But his his writing does, it, it lends itself more to the villains. But the problem is he kind of makes Batman the villain oh, a yeah, lot of times Batman as well. End, because for some reason, Riddler just being Riddler means he gets free reign of the city. Batman can't go after him until at the end. Batman just tells him, like, my mercy is my weakness. And, like, the idea is, like, riddle me this, Edward. Though we meet but once, you know me forever after. And then it goes, what am I? I'm like, you're death. And then it goes to black, blank with Batman sitting behind, like black with Batman sitting behind Riddler. So obviously he just killed the Riddler. So I'm like, why would you do that? That's not Batman. Now, and now if the idea is it's one bad day, what can the villains do? If you spell it out, what can the villains do to make Batman cross the line? Maybe that's something. But for some reason, the way this works out, because even the idea of 
the one bad day was the thing that turned the Joker into the Joker. It was the concept that Joker thrived on, that all it takes is one bad day. So that's what he tried to do to Commissioner Gordon, to make Gordon cross the line and go insane. The idea of insanity and stuff like that, this is not the bad day. I don't know what this is. And it doesn't feel like this takes place in one damn day. This feels like <laughs> no, it's a week. Like, how is it that the whole idea... Like, and plus, you're the, jumping back and forth a lot, so it throws the timing off Well, that's off supposed anyway. to be part of the freaking gimmick as well, not only just 64 pages and stuff like that, but it's all supposed to be one bad day is supposed to be yeah. a thing. So John Oates gets killed. Riddler gets arrested. Somehow we have a funeral. We do all this stuff. What is the one Film bad freak. day? I mean, Film they're even dies. burying that asshole. I mean, this is a long-ass day. I always make the joke. He it's already the, don't went, it's went the against the rules. naked gun date. I mean, yeah. So... Because he can't, it's just the craziness. Now, with that, if you say, well, that's what this is supposed to be. You can play around with it. This isn't in continuity per se, whatnot. But remember, this is a guy DC said that it was legitimately to be. was making Batman such an asshole. At one point, Bruce Wayne's ripping toilets apart. And then Urinals. Tom Even worse. King, yeah, and Tom, <laughs> yeah, really. The little brother of the toilet you get, right? The little baby. Uh, you end up with all that. He legitimately, and don't tell me any different, he legitimately wanted Batman to kill KGBs. They had to pull that back yeah. a couple issues later because he got so much shit about it. But this is his Batman. He wants a Batman who is going to kill. He wants a Batman who's going to be awful and do really awful things. And even in books like that, where people like that, trial deal with the mr freeze even then he's beating the crap out of mr freeze cold, cold case. and then ends up yeah cold case okay. and then ends up on the That's trial goes bruce wayne is just freaking yelling about how batman's a dick and he's the worst he thinks he's a god he's fucking terrible i hate his gut like it really no, no, felt no, like not for, only that because in that whole thing he goes and bribes a juror to go and like screw around the justice process so that he could have a mistrial so that he can then go and beat on freeze himself. Yeah, remember he beat the crap out of him at one point, and they just this whole play then ends up pretty much killing KGBs, but they dialed that back, which made no sense because uh, it didn't yeah, go. Yeah, it was there, but nobody else could get yeah, there before. Remember, but nobody they else saved could him. be there. Equipment and Batman, Batman walked like a hundred miles to get there. <laughs> what a piece of crap. Batman ruined two jets, and like you said, didn't he walk like 100 miles in yeah, some freaking, like... Yeah, he walked like 100 like, miles, where you shouldn't ever have been able to live, and he said the, the Batmobiles and the Batjet all broke down because they couldn't get there. Suddenly, the CIA, CIA was, was like hanging. three... They were three they houses down. Yeah, they were just there. Uh, but yeah, so in this, you then get the deal where you get the... It's a weird play. As I'm reading this, I'm at a point where I get it. Okay, I get it. Batman's a bitch, like you said... Riddler's awful. There's going to be killings galore, and I don't know how it's going to end, but man, I'm having a one bad day. And then you keep going. Now you have to rip the fingers off of a guy who's there, who's like, hey, hey there, Riddler. I like all those jokes you're telling. My little girl likes those. Can you give me some of them fart jokes or whatever? All right. Boom. You got no fingers. There's your joke, asshole. Though the joke is kind of funny. The uh, If two's company... Three's a crowd. What's four and five? I knew it nine. right away, though, because that's something that I've heard a million yeah. times. It's nine. And he's like, see, you didn't get it until pow, it hits you. The guy's screaming. He has no fingertips. Ah, And I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know what you're doing. And even then, it's not like the juxtaposition. This isn't the singing in the rain as you're doing awful things to people and stuff like that. It's no, just it's all awful. Orange. Yeah, it's just all awful. Like, it doesn't have. I think that he's playing the juxtaposition of, hey, while he tells the joke, he's doing. No, no, no. While he's telling the joke itself seems sinister because of what we're seeing anyway. So it doesn't play out there. Jim, it's, it's not the Joker. Just <sighs> another. I think that might be a little too. No, it isn't. This whole thing is a joke. But when you go, it's just 
come on now. And then, like you said, he uses the same play. I know all your kids. I know your family. This is exactly Security what he did. Security guards refuse to follow riddle. Gordon's orders because they're just going to quit because they have families and really can get to them at no problem. Like, yeah, I already read this part. And then they just start killing each other, even though at one point, I swear they said they had rubber bullets and they're in full riot gear. But yeah. hey, they're killing each other. Well, that's OK. At the one point when Batman does find Mr. Tyranny, you know, the, the father of the Riddler. And he has a double-barreled shotgun and takes two shots, and then Batman has to talk him down from the third shot. And they're like, no, you only have two shots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And for some reason, they hunted. I spent my life doing this for, like, the, for, like you know, Edward. And then, like, the next bell, I spent my life for that school. It was a weird way that they worded the whole thing, like, you know, and I'm like, but you just said you spent your life doing this. And it's just, I don't know if that was the point of, like, the guy's kind of out there, too, because it's old age, something like that. But the shotgun got me, that line got me. I'm like, and then this, the, the mother's a whore, and then... She, Riddler strangled her because after it, yeah, you end up having Batman say, "You shoot again, I'm going to kill you." I'm like, "Well, here we go, Batman." And then there's that weird play because it seems like then he is, you know, interrogating somebody else, possibly not the the professor, because all of a sudden you have a lot of the you know wing dings and the cursing and stuff like that. And I thought it might have been somebody else about the idea. Yeah, I was listening through the wall. Oh no, that was his mother's neighbor. Yeah, the neighbor. But it, you end up having a weird progression that I bet some people thought he was still talking to the deal. But even then, it's like, yeah, I heard that bitch through the wall. And even that was extended. The idea, we get it. You had somebody came and asked some questions and then strangled her. I mean, it takes forever to get through this goddamn thing of, well, then it went dark and they didn't say anything. And I was like, what the hell's going on over there with the talk? You make sure if you find the guy that did this, that I get some words with him because she was a good woman. Maybe not so good on the eyes anymore because she's old, but she was still doing the things that she wanted to do. They get the painter, but make sure that I get to have my words with him because, you know. How can you not just say, hey, listen, she was a whore. And she still did tricks. You go for page. Well, the worst part panel, about like, all of that is it turns out. She did the thing and she needed to do that and do The reason this all and... this story seems to take place is because one of the oldest henchmen <laughs> the Riddler has seemed to went and banged his mother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? Hey, I think on? I banged your mother, boss. <laughs> one of the scenes with the scene of that asshole teacher, which I hated his guts right away. Oh, you my never God. Professor Yellen's the like worst. This, right. So when you end up. Doing, he's no Robin Williams, I'll tell you that. You know, you're not captain my captain with this asshole. Well, with I'm these telling riddles. you, Edward was right on point. If you're going to do this bullshit, make it extra credit. Don't make it a part of the test because because we can't come up with a riddle that you find somewhere that we just can't figure out. I'm like, that is bullshit. That is cheating. Yeah. Even when he starts choking and bashing his head and he looks a little like Matt Damon. But you end up where he's going. He's like, yeah. You ended up not reading the riddle, and here Bullshit. we go, and you know, you're know you done, you cheated, I'm going to have to report you. But he's like, but take it like this, it's a good thing. You don't have to have the stress anymore. My father's going to beat me and tell me, make me scream that my mother's not a whore, or I'm not the son of a whore. I mean, his dad don't may kill do this him to me. at this point. And so, in my mind, you could have even played this out a little better. Best part of the book, killing that teacher. Fuck that well, guy. Well, I was happy. I was like, now we have a hero in this book. But- I thought that maybe the play could have also have been, listen, my deal is done. My dad is going to do some really bad things to me. So if I end up killing this teacher, I'm going to get he, he has to know he's going to get caught. This is not going to do anything but ruin his dad's career as well, because you can't have your son that you kind of forced into the school year, even though it's weird to force and end up where he's in trouble, which you see that he was He even says, yeah. Since that basketball court incident, uh, I would have liked where if Edward would have shown 
yeah, I know what I'm doing here. I'm going to ruin daddy. You take that, daddy. Even if he was yelling as he's pounding this head into the ground. If, is it the idea that he's willing to do this because he doesn't want to get hit again? So he'll take prison over the, his father hitting him to the point where I'll do and this bad thing. That's what I'm saying. So I wish he would have saw something. But I wish, I, I wish he would have snapped. He's telling a riddle now. There's the snap. But I thought that you'd end up having this, like, as he's hitting this guy's face in the deal. Say your mom's a whore. Say your mom's not a whore. Something like that that you show. Oh, my. He's You're the really whore, daddy. Here. I was like, how about that, daddy? How's that whore? Headmaster. That's what they call you on the street. Tom King goes with just the pal bang. Like, it, Tom King is not a subtle guy. He's going to shoot you right in the face with things. The idea that all that stuff where what is going through this kid's mind of what my dad's beating me, yelling, say your mom's not a whore. And the idea that he has to know who's your daddy. My mom was a whore and how that makes it. But we never will explore anything besides surface level child abuse. I'm just trauma. Yeah, I'm going to end up. Yeah. Trauma, PTSD. Tra- you never get into the layers There's of no that. details. It's all the it's all the stuff to shock you and then move on. Even afterwards, if you would have had the dad, and I maybe this you think is too sexy too, but you end up where he's just beating him, right? And he does use books. I think that Tom King thinks that's covered. He's like, we'll use the bard today. And he starts just beating the crap out of him. And then afterwards, as you have Edward there, maybe then he oh, all of a sudden he feels bad. And it's like one of those, like, give them more than just it was that. A sex ed book, full out. Well, just <sighs> instead of doing that full out one emotion only, Again, when people talked about his Batman being the human Batman, no, he was a psychopath that only got angry or depressed. There was so never human. an in-between, and that's how all of Classic his characters human. are. So you, you never had that gray area where you might say, oh, man, look at this, this, you know, Dean, his dad, he's messing him up. He doesn't Dean. realize it. He is just evil incarnate like everybody else, and that's why Edward ends up being like that. But there is no subtlety to it subtlety like and things like it, it reminds me like a dexter or something where you're watching this you want to you know, see serial Riddler's dark killer, passenger but you end up yes and but you end up seeing that he's trying to do better but he can't and all that but in this it's just straight up right in your face shotgun to the face and then you know you have the art here with this uh it feels weird and i don't like anybody with gloves on and a suit shooting b-ball i don't need basketball with a guy gloves like that feel weird shooting a basketball though i will tell you at the one point i just i want to know because you see where he shoots this ball i swear to god it's you it's going over the backboard eric but you do see the shadow it's gonna hit but that's not going in there's no way but i wanted batman and him to do a little one-on-one it would have been great again that is just as bad as an ending as the killing joke (laughs) i mean this is i i don't like seeing the riddler shooting hoops i really don't and that's the idea at this point where the Riddler is at his most calm and confident now where he has everybody on the ropes. and He has had, his success and he can go back and be the and child that Professor the Yellen told him. Yeah. yeah, like he told him. So that that's the play here. But I'm still, it just feels so just dirty and disgusting. I just somebody on the street to walk up with nothing to lose and shoot Riddler in the face. Yeah, and and what I need is him to say check. that's what happens. It to Batman. Batman checks the ball. Or Riddler actually just dribbles by Batman and and scores and says, I beat you. And then Batman says, you never check the ball. Classic mistake. Look at this chump. But what Batman does is he throws throws the batarang. I'm telling you, he throws the batarang there at the ball. And now the prison can no longer have a basketball team. What you do do is you check it at their ankles so it bounces back and you go. I always do. 
And that's all. And and in the deal, when I check at the ankles, I just do it to be an asshole. I don't try to get it then. I just let them know I'm being an asshole right to the ankles. I want then that this leads to even more. What happened if they connect? And what happens is the next one, I believe, is Two-Face. Two-Face was on the basketball team, right? Oh, and now they can't play. The basketball's flat. Now we continue. Everything works out. You know, you know what he loves most about that, though? What's that? Two-pointers. Oh, that is that only is shoots two pointers, and Batman always wins because he only shoots three pointers. I thought you were going to say something about a double dribble, Eric. <laughs> like they that's, call double you know dribble that's, all the you know time. What? Amazing. That's even <laughs> better in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. That's oh, why Two Face never wins the basketball game. Always a double dribble. Always a double dribble. It would be funny, right? Or he checks the ball to himself. It's like, no, oh, basketball is perfect for Two Face. It would. Be. It would terms. be actually really good, and he'd be really mad at the current game because it centers too much on threes. <laughs> He's so upset. <laughs> Dunking. Now, so in this, you get some little deals. You get the Film Freak thing. I thought that was even gratuitous. It's such a weird thing because Film Freak just died in the Suicide Squad. The last series we had. Guy can't catch a break. (laughs) And even that, it's like you got to dismember him. And then you go and you make this one second film that actually has to turn out like Barney. Don't cry for me. Well, even the idea that we have that extended thing about how Film Freak wants his remains to play out. That is just page after page. And now we're just going to burn him. Doesn't matter. I'm like, God damn it. It's just filler. Doesn't that feel like he has like a notebook of really bad ideas that he was going to do in the Batman run if it did continue? He's like, I'm going to film freak and I'm going to dismember him. I'm going to have all that. And then you even have the one point Maxi Zeus said, fuck this. He stopped. And then you have like, he always has to do something more and something. So you end up where Egghead, uh, Egghead could take the Riddler down. Yeah, really. He's no yoke. You end up where they're there and like Gordon <laughs> goes by to look, right? And look, and like, and that's when he then poisoned Barbara's cats. And I'm like, really? And even the idea, it, it doesn't matter. Barbara Gordon doesn't have cats. And the idea that you would go out of your way to poison her cats. I'm like, when, like, when do you have a chance to do all the stuff that everybody's afraid that you're going to do, Riddler? Because as far as I'm concerned, you're just hanging out in this hotel waiting for something to happen. Hey, look at him living it up. Room service. He's like Keanu Reeves over there. <laughs> Except Keanu Reeves is a nice guy. Yeah. And, and hugs people with his hands out. Right. Uh, but yeah, when you have all this and you have everybody with, you know, Nigma, even that the dad, I mean, that might be kind of a chuckle. Like you changed his name to Nigma. That's really surface level nonsense. It's okay. He's poking fun at some well, of the Even things. the idea that you make his, like, you change his last name, because before we had Nashton, Edward Nashton, and stuff like that, as the real name of the fraud, the Riddler. No, oh no, really, it's Tierney. I'm like, okay, whatever you want to do, King. Say that you fucking, your character and your story actually did the killing Joker, and the Joker's not shit compared to your Riddler now. Kill Film Freak, take that character away, and even do change the Riddler's name, like you were just changing everything about the Riddler, even his modus operandi, which was the best thing that you did in the last series you did. Wabin if out of nowhere, because kind of playing that thing of the Riddler knowing all these things, we're like, what's this Tierney deal? And he, he goes on Twitter and he says, that's a shout out to Weird Science because that's Tierney the Court. middle and that's the between Jim and Eric, because it really was. It that's was. like right between we have a Tierney court. I'd be like, all right, we're done. <laughs> Shut down everything. This guy's the Riddler. Uh, he knows. <laughs> end up like at the end, it is that play of. Okay, here's all the ramifications. Here's the repercussions, all this stuff of Edward touching all these lives. But again, it doesn't play out as anything. It's just, you know, the dad's there drunk, shooting a shotgun. He's doing that. All these people are dead. You end up with bodies kind of just being, you know, cremated. Bodies hit the floor. Other 
everybody's just nobody's going after the and and in this with that you have this play here and i want to know what's going on because all the crime families they're backing off nobody does anything if he wants everybody's to help he scared. all the bad guys they're scared where's the joker because the Joker isn't going to be scared. And the Joker's going to be pissed at this, I think. And, and basically say, Riddles you took my two. fucking thing. Yeah. And so it, it just doesn't play out. And their Batman, he's kind of laying off of him until he doesn't. And that's where you end up where he goes, says to the widow, Mrs. Oates. Uh, or is it Ms. Oates now? It is she's now. A widow. Old Widow Oates. <laughs> I mean, as you can tell, she's not real good at, you know, discipline. The kid's drawing on the wall like an asshole. I mean, well, that's not your paper there. Well, the thing is, she really just wants people to feel sorry for her. She's the one who did that, and she blames it on her daughter, True. so people feel I bad for her. I, at first, I thought it was a dick, I, uh, but then it looks like maybe it's a toilet or a basketball. Net. I don't know. I'm not on that page. The last I remember seeing was a T-Rex. You end up where, you know, she suddenly becomes Jennifer Aniston. Hey, here we go. And she's like, hey, you know, I'm having some problems, but he says it was the Batman's fault. The Batman's playing their games. The games are being played. And this pisses them off. And then you have like little deals of the bat signal going up and you got to be pretentious about it. And then Edward, he is like, well, I guess that, you know, Mike Mills has said that R.E.M.'s going back on tour. I better get my shit on and get going. And then as he goes, you end up seeing that the Batman ends up tricking him that he's listening in and they know that he listens in on the radio and the whole place. And now right now he thinks that I'm on the roof, that asshole. I'm right behind him. I'm going to kill him. And then does this last riddle. Instead of laughing at the joke with the Joker, Don't he gives that. Riddler one last riddle as he then goes to kill him. It is a grass, a, a gr- grass. It is a great last joke for the riddle, for the Joker and the killing joke. Batman laughing his ass off after freaking what happened to Gordon and Barbara Gordon. That is bullshit ending. I will always hate it. Well, you know, he thought it was hilarious. He's like, man, Batman, don't laugh. When you dressed up Gordon like that and he was nude. Holy shit. That was great. Yeah. What a roller coaster ride of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Really? In this, you even have at a point where the Riddler's even throwing shame at Gordon about fucking around and ruining people's lives. I'm and telling things. you, but even again, him pulling up the idea that, like, you know, Barbara being shot by the Joker and him screwing around with the, like, you know, uh, de- with uh, Detective Essen. And then her having to leave to save his marriage. I'm like, this is like from 10 years ago, like in like the current timeline. I'm like, or is it recent? Where am I? I know. And and even when you're doing that, it just felt like he's doing that just to do it, just to have it out there. It it's didn't really like, do anything. Where I bring story. up something you did 20 years ago. It's like, how you have you like them apples? I'm like, I'm kind of over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't like those apples. I'd rather have pineapples. Uh, did you ever see those new strawberries, the pine berries that are pineapple? flavored strawberries very what out the fuck are you I'm talking not, about i'm not a huge pineapple fan it's black magic they have with this food science i'm all into it but they have a strawberry that tastes like a pineapple now why don't you just get a pineapple well also i kind of it's funny i'm like i wanted to buy strawberries so why do i have this but yeah they're doing the hybrids they and are even the idea because you know did, uh, like yeah, sarah essen would end up getting murdered anyway so like is it in between that yeah. time then or did yeah. he not know that? I well, don't know. he does I never say know. that then. He does say, like, and then she went off, and you know what happened there. Oh, my. She's dead. You know, but she just, came back, and, then, and she got murdered. Yeah, well, there you go, Eric. But at the end, I just, I don't know. We had goofy fun with it. And again, it's one of those things. If you like this, you probably like Tom King. I like aspects of it, but the story is gross. I thought the pacing was off. It was very slow moving as well. But the story is gross, and it's. It's a weird thing because I was I was worried and I don't know why I was worried, but I was worried that you were going to like this 
and you were going to call me a prude, number one. Oh, totally. That's all I was thinking about because that's what I imagined I was reading this. But my other play is Like a tiny little screaming old man. I was just going to say, yeah, I just don't like this sort of thing. I don't like it. It's kind of gross or whatever. And you're like, oh, look at you. Don't like it and start yelling about Tom. But it's just, it's not a story that is geared towards anything that I like. Or, and it doesn't even follow the rules of the story that it's supposed to be. And when, when people talk to us and they usually yell at me about it, but the idea like Mariko Tamaki or Tom King here, we don't like many Tom King stories. And when I say like, they're like, no, you just don't like Tom King. And I'm like, well, yeah, because he writes the same kind of story. He doesn't change anything about his storytelling and the way he goes really dark. And that's where I'm not into it. And so you get to that point. Is it, you know, well, why do you, re- we still review it to talk about it just because that's what we do and whatnot. I'm still waiting for that thing. And occasionally some things will pop up that one of us will enjoy. He always ends Batman up digging it up by the one. end. Yeah, Batman Annual number one. I actually liked Batman, the, the run of Batman a Gotham. lot more than you did. I am Gotham. I loved it. I gave a five out of five. Uh, five out of five. Why did I say that? A 10 out of 10 <laughs> for issue five. Wrong, you know, so. It was, I know, but it was issue five. It's and it's a weird play Factions. because I, I always want to say it was the end of the arc, but it wasn't. It was the issue before because then yeah. we had some wacky thing to end. But issue five, I gave a 10 out of 10. But even then, as we were going on, yeah, I was starting to get irritated when we had I Am Suicide. Oh, we were playing point. along. We're there. So you were out. And then when you have, you know, I Am Bane. I'm going to break his goddamn back. When I, I'm Is telling you, when I said to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, when I ended up telling. Remember when he backed around? He, he goes in, fights people, and then Yui turns around, goes all the way back, backtracks, and then no, comes no. back again. and Just dies. imagine that, though, because the end of the first, the, the one issue is him above Bane and his freaking thing in the in, in the, the great. In yeah. the great, exactly. The next issue, we have to see Batman fight his way through the entire <laughs> island saying, like, I'm going to break his goddamn happened? back. I'm like, did you circle back? What happened, buddy? Yeah, we thought he circled back because it was too easy. We, we didn't know what was going on. But even then, well, I remember, and I said it already in this, when I read that first issue, I'm Bane and going on and getting to the point, I oh my God, Eric, it's a reverse nightfall. I was all excited. And even when he's like meeting his mom of the mind in heaven, I still like to poke fun at that with you. But I like that too. I thought that that was a big play of, Okay, I don't have to do this anymore. And and here's the deal. You just all that time I said, but Eric, now he's doing it for everyone else, not for him. And you're like, he's been doing that all along, like all that. But I still liked it. Then jokes and riddles came. And I swear to God, he tried to start being clever. He tried to start doing and he wasn't. And it really fell flat for me. That's what this feels like. This feels like, again, and then the you Tom gave King the that wedding. I don't like. And then the wedding, and we just kept going. I mean, everything. When we Nightmares. ended up, rules of, en- rules of engagement might have been the most frustrating. Nightmares. All those things of, well, nightmares suck. Rules of engagement was, nobody's allowed in. If you go in, there's, and then nothing. <laughs> you end up, everything ends up having no repercussions. How about all the uh, the bachelor party freaking tie-in yeah, stuff? Yeah, that was nonsense, too. And then you end up where he redoes, like, Tim Seeley does that one bachelor bachelorette party, and then he just lets Amanda Connor redo it just to get, get her on the book. Kite oh man killed God. that man on the 83rd floor of this tenement building. Yeah, and that's the thing. I was going to make the deal. Tom King's good at the killing joke because he killed that, you know, joke of the kite man with the hell. Yeah, hell I yeah. had enough of that, too, but people loved it, but. Yeah, with all this, I mean, I'm even talking, remember when he was ending up and he's trying to find things and he ends up with like 
fourth world characters and he's twi- I don't know. Well, you say that, but we have Lashina with Harley Quinn and freaking Luke Fox. I don't know how that's happening. Yeah. Well, at least that's in a book that you're just like, yeah, that's just goofy nonsense. It's continuity. But, yeah, it is. It is. But here we go. This really isn't until they would want it to be, but I doubt that what you seem to have here is the last Riddler story. It looks like he gets killed. And, and sometimes you have those. You have those at Marvel a lot. You have like the last Hulk story, the end and all that. That those can play out okay, but that's not what this was supposed to be. And it ends up where I think he took it way too literal, but then didn't follow the rules. It's a weird play that he does, but he, he never follows the rules. He never does. He did it in the Commodity Challenge. I still think he did it in the Dark Crisis. Didn't really make much sense. So at the end, it looks great. Panels, there are panels in here that legitimately look supleed. I just don't get some of the ideas. I was like, all right, we're going to start the story off. And the POV of John Oates. And then we're going to go to a videotape that you can barely understand what's happening because it's not that clear because it's videotape. And then we're going to like, why do we keep changing perspective like this in the way that you're telling the story? And it feels like just weird choices. Like, I want to try something. Yeah, well, some of the things that I'm telling you, some of the things I think he goes to Mitch and like, what do you want to draw? I want to do sharks. All right. I'll let Batman dunk him in a shark tank. How about that? All right. And then he starts drawing Mark Cuban. He actually thinks it's the shark tank, the, the TV show doesn't work out he's got to go back to the drawing board eric right somebody does with these jokes (laughs) that's a riddle the riddle be this what the hell is he talking about uh but what do you give this by the end by the end i'm still gonna give this a six out of ten the art's pretty good some of the ideas of how the progression was with the art like the way we do this stuff um i found questionable like i don't know why they would do that but like there's some parts with the dialogue with what the riddler's talking about even though i don't like the story i thought it was well put together it's just overall it's just a dark, grotesque story that didn't follow its own rules just to be a dark, grotesque story. And I don't yeah. understand why you want to lessen Batman, the Riddler, and everybody else involved in the killing joke to begin with. Kiss my grits! I'll give it a kiss my grits six as well. And again, we talked about all the things we didn't like, but I do think that the art's really good. And it's like I said a lot of times with the Swamp Thing book, even. It's stuff, maybe it is just not my thing. But you can see, I mean, it's a, it's a quality done thing they took their time they put a good effort in it just felt gratuitous disgusting for me but if you like that i mean i'm saying if you're sick oh my goodness yeah well again this is way better than that that <laughs> this this is bullshit in a different way but it's bullshit that i can see why people might like it but that Wonder you, Woman. It's the Riddler, and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing Riddlers anymore. But then you're not the Riddler. That's the whole reason the Riddler is the Riddler. Stop it. He lost his riddles. God damn it. It'd be funny if he just lost that the joke. Part, I didn't even think about the idea of the, like, you know, the Joker who lost his laugh and stuff, because that was bullshit, too. This is bullshit. Why does he just want to... No, he doesn't want to write the characters that he has. That's the problem. Like, that is do the problem. Else? Batman doesn't want to write him. Riddler, Joker, nope, not going to do it. And then Bane, Riddles he just hard. end up as his like MacGuffin for everything at the deal. And, Bane, and really, he's naked, like he's always been. What? Yeah, you know, naked.
bar and new 